This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello, and welcome to the Over and Back Classic NBA podcast brought to you by Stathead. I am Jason, and with me as usual is Rich. Hello, hello. All right, we've got a fun one today. We are have another uh, one of our uh, our stat head focused uh, episodes. We're going to talk about NBA players and where their skills are a little bit unusual compared to their normal position. So we're going to talk about some shooting guards. Hey, they like to block shots. We're going to talk about some centers who like to pass. We're talking about some shooting guards who, eh, not a big fan of shooting. So I think it should be a fun one. Yeah, we can expand this. We can even do a later one, too, if people like this. We can do, you know, point guards who don't pass or something right, like that. Yeah. You know, it can be the opposite, yeah. centers who don't block, you know, some, something right. like that. So I think there's there's a lot of fun ways to do this. And, yeah, StatHead's powerful tools obviously uh, help us do that. We want to thank them, of course, uh, for sponsoring this show. You can use our exclusive promo code BACK. B-A-C-K to get $20 off an annual subscription to any of StatHead.com's products. Uh, of course, thank them for sponsoring this week's show and giving us the tools to take our research to the next level. And they also have uh, powerful tools for not just basketball, but for football, for hockey, for baseball. All that stuff is available at StatHead.com. Again, promo code BACK, B-A-C-K, uh, to get $20 off your annual subscription to any of their amazing, amazing products. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And obviously, you know, Stathead, we would not be able to do this show nearly as effectively without Stathead, without uh, basketball reference, obviously indispensable for the eight years that you and I have been uh, doing this show. Now, I think we've just hit our eighth anniversary. So uh, pretty exciting times and going to be a fun show in order to discuss that topic. Absolutely. Let's 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 get into this. Let's get some guards who block. Guards who block. What? Guards who block. Yeah. That could be tall, Absolutely. right? That could be tall. That could block shots yeah. or whatever. So, yeah. So, uh, the way we ended up looking at this one's a stat head and uh, did uh, f- find combined seasons or careers matching criteria. That could be a little bit of a, I know some people tell me they go to stat head and they're not sure uh, exactly, you know, what to click to, to get to where they get to. So, for this particular one, I'll run you through everything we did. So, you find combined seasons or careers matching criteria uh, sorted by descending and blocks. Uh, then choose any season, regular season. Uh, of course, do ABA and NBA as we here are respecters yeah. of the ABA. I think it defaults to not that, but us here, we caught the ABA. Uh, I think the Absolutely. NBA sort of kind of kind of somewhat sort of counts the ABA kind of sort of. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but when they want to. But we do always here. So we always click that uh, ratio, uh, uh, the little radio button as well. Uh, then for position, I unchecked everything except for shooting guards and point guard. So I don't want to muddy anything with the guard slash forwards. I, I don't right. want any small forwards. I want shooting guards and I want point guards. So then I got my results and the winner is Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Yeah. And not a huge wow. mystery either. Uh, if you were following right. Dwayne Wade's final season uh, in the NBA or actually his final few seasons in the NBA, uh, they uh, did a, a an article March 4th. 2019 ESPN.com said Dwayne Wade now has more block shots than any guard in NBA history. The Miami Heat star swatted away the 1,052nd shot of his career Monday night, blocking an attempt by Atlanta's BJ Johnson. What can you tell me, Atlanta Hawks fan, about BJ Johnson? 
Uh, I cannot tell you anything about BJ <laughs> Johnson. I don't know who BJ Johnson is. Well, he, so. he is a part of history because he was the the, sh- the shot that Wade blocked to get there uh, finally. But uh, when factoring in regular season and playoff games, that's one more block than Michael Jordan had in his career. So there you go. That's uh, either way. It's pretty cool, Wade said after the game. So uh, the rest of our top 10 follows. It's a very so this is where okay this is where Stathead versus how the NBA counts it versus playoff versus regular season all that other stuff you know kind of gets weird is is they're using the number there 1052 because they're including playoff games regular season playoff games plus sure. there's some funkiness here with like who is you know Michael Jordan at some right. points was he a small forward at some points was he a shooting guard and that's Technically, I think Michael Jordan has more if you count all of his small forward seasons or whatever. But we're again, we're just doing uh, shooting guards and we're just doing point guards. We're just ascending by blocks. So the NBA, that number that they listen on that ESPN.com article is the same uh, result. Dwayne Wade has the most in history of guards. So he is first. Uh, Michael Jordan is second at 828. But again, <laughs> it gets a little right. funky there because if you do go to Michael Jordan's overall, if you go to, you know, on, on basketball reference, you go to Michael Jordan, you look at his overall blocks, you will see that his regular season is 893, which is a little more than this, but then it's small forward. Sure. Talking about guards. He did it as so, a small yeah. forward. doesn't matter. Yeah, to, to clarify, so yeah, he's listed as a small forward his final two seasons with the Wizards. And the way basketball reference generally, you know, has positions, especially early on, is it's more, it's it's listed by height, you know. Uh, so the small, so if you're the, you know, the third tallest player on the team, generally you're going to be slotted in the uh, in the small forward um, uh, scenario. So that that's where some of that is a little funky. It's like, I, I don't remember Michael Jordan ever playing small forward. Well, yeah. Again, positions obviously are fluid as well, you know. Um, so I, I, it's still a good metric. It's not a hundred percent perfect. Option, yeah, yeah, exactly. Still, but yeah. And, and, you know, and we're having fun here. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's all yeah, for gonna, fun. Not yeah. going to sweat it too much. Yeah. <laughs> no, we are not. But uh, yeah. and technically, if you look at that, I, I think that uh, that Warriors year. I mean, technically, I think he would kind Have of be, been a small forward, yeah, because yeah. Jerry Stackhouse was there, and that's like the first right. time, like, because obviously the Bulls year, and this is where a name yeah. we're going to mention here. In sure. literally the next couple seconds here, Ron Harper was yeah. the p- point guard, you know, starting point right. guard for the Bulls teams. And Jordan was clearly the shooting guard. But, yeah, in those Wizards years, there is a case to be made that Larry Hughes or Tyron Lue are the, you know, point guards. Yeah. And that Jerry Stackhouse right. is, is yeah. the, you know, the shooting guard. Right. So Exactly. Yeah. Right. But either way, the NBA counts it as Wade. ESPN.com counts it as Wade. Dwayne Wade counted oh, it as Wade because uh, they yeah. asked him after the game and he was super excited about it. He said... Either way, it's pretty cool. So I'm <laughs> super excited about becoming the NBA's all-time uh, guard blocker. But uh, our other top 10 is Dwayne Wade, uh, as I said, number one. Michael Jordan, number two. The aforementioned Ron Harper, number three. Clyde Drexler, number four. Dennis Johnson, number five. Yeah. Number nice. five for DJ. Good for him. Yeah. Little, little, the very small. I mean... I forget what he was actually listed at, but he always seemed like much smaller than everybody else on the court by a was, lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like like 6'3". I mean, he was tall. Yeah, not, that's but, a, you know, I yeah. don't think he was 6'3". What do you think? I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe. Um, that, or he's listed as 6'4". Um, oh, get it. No way. <laughs> no way. Maybe he's just yeah. playing with exceptionally tall men all the time, which I guess, to be fair, you yeah. know, when you're playing in the NBA, you are playing with exceptionally tall men pretty often. So Usually, yeah. 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 So no. we'll, we'll, I guess we'll allow that. But uh, so Dennis right, Shotson, number five. Uh, yeah. Kobe Bryant, number six. I think that one's not too surprising, the, the combination right. of height and, and athleticism. Uh, I may be surprised that he's not a little bit higher up on this list uh, right. than, than other guys. Danny Green at number seven. And unfortunately, uh, he 
I don't think he's going to have a chance to add to this one. He might be done in his career. Obviously, a little bit right. older, just suffered a pretty major injury sure. uh, these last season. So hopefully he can, because that'd be pretty cool uh, to see Danny Green vault up the list of <laughs> blocking guards. But uh, that might uh, not happen. Uh, Michael Cooper, number eight. Number nine may surprise you. That's what the headline of this article is going to be, or this, uh, right. this podcast. Right. Best blocking guards. Number nine may surprise you. It's for some shitty clickbait. Uh, James Harden, 512 blocks. So put some respect on James Harden's defense. Put some respect there on his yeah. defense. Come yes. on, yes. guys. Come on. Yeah, and uh, he's got himself in tip-top shape. I've been watching his off-season workouts. I yeah. can see him definitely adding to his block total. Uh, and then number 10, Eddie Jones at 508. So the thing to me that's most remarkable about this is just how high Wade and Jordan are on this list over everybody else. The gap between Ron Harper and Michael Jordan is 99 blocks. And Kobe, who is sixth place, is 321 blocks away from Dwayne Wade. It's insane. Like, why? What, what made Wade and Jordan so good at blocking? Like, they're just so much better than every other guard in history. It's pretty cool. Alvin Robinson, who, who shows up on our list pretty later. Um, yeah. You know, he had like, 329 total blocks in his career. And, and Wade has a whole Albert Robinson's career more than Kobe Bryant, who's six, who's a good blocking guard. Kobe Bryant's a good blocking guard. He's obviously, he's, he's you know, top 10 all time. Wade and Jordan are just that much farther uh, ahead of all those guys, which is pretty wild. Yeah. And, and I would say, um, yeah. I mean, and again, some of that is some of the position stuff that we talked about, like probably some of, um, you know, Kobe's is listed under small forward, which obviously um, would be a little bit different. Yeah, if you're looking at uh, Dwayne Wade, uh, just for the regular season in terms of all-time um, blocks, he is 129th all-time. If you're just talking about if you're talking about all-time raw totals regular season, he's 129. That's pretty um, great. I mean, considering yeah, there's a lot of right. taller men that have played in the NBA uh, than Dwayne Wade, that's that's pretty remarkable. That, that's that's impressive. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And obviously mo- the vast majority of uh, players who are ahead of him are some centers. You've got a few, um, you got a few forwards, you got your Terry Tyler's, you got your Josh Smith's, you got, you know, a, f- a few guys who weren't, um, you know, who weren't strictly big men, but you know, most of these guys were centers or, you know, power forwards who are power forward um, center hybrids. You got Sean Marion, 58, you know, obviously, you know, some guys you would think of, obviously, you know, blocks have not been tracked since I've only been tracked since 1974. So right, some right, of the, right. you know, Bill Russell is probably number one on this list if you are going to uh, uh, for for all, everyone, of course, not just not guards, but um, yeah, Akeem Olajuwon, by the way, is, is listed uh, all time at three thousand eight hundred and thirty. So it's a lot. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> a lot. A lot of blocks. Yeah, good, so. good, good blocker that Hakeem yeah. Olajuwon. I, I think I could declare that. Yeah. So that's. I think uh, you can. Yeah. That's interesting there. So yeah, that that's that's guard blocks. Kind of fun. Kind of interesting. Right. Um, James right. Harden. Keep keep an eye on uh, James Harden's block watch. He only needs yeah. you know, a couple. Uh, hey, if James Harden could play ten more seasons in the NBA, he could. I uh, could really challenge for this. <laughs> he really could. Yeah, <laughs> he could challenge this. So keep an eye on yeah. that for sure. Right. If you're he if might. you're in the media, make sure you sit down. If you get a chance to sit down with James Harden at any point uh, right. the next year, you're covering a Philadelphia 76ers game. Say, hey, yeah. James, uh, do you know James. that you are ninth all time among guard blocks? And uh, yeah. are you? looking is it something that you know are you obviously yeah. he's gonna say it no i'm just trying to win the game you know i don't want the right. distractions but you gotta imagine it's, it's weighing on him pretty heavily that he's you know he's getting there you know a little bit he's gonna it. pass michael cooper it's not gonna take long until he passes michael cooper and then yeah danny green is in his sights so it's some someone with you know the obviously the ability to be motivated like james harden 
obviously he's it's gonna, it's gonna yeah whatever it could, yeah he, he's you know similar to you know michael jordan number two motivated by just anything you'll find anything to get motivated right. by that shit's right. hard too so it's just a guy who's yeah. hyper focused competitive player so i'm sure this uh <laughs> this yeah. chase has got him you know <laughs> absolutely real excited yeah. so right all right now we got centers who pass which um what's always fun centers always fun pass? centers who pass yeah yeah there's there's some fun ones here of course so um Looking at this in a few different ways. So um, the first search, uh, four combined seasons, uh, NBA or ABA in the regular season, playing center, uh, and then requiring guys. So I did minimum of 200 games, I thought was a, a pretty good uh, metric here. Yeah, and that's, that's one thing not to interrupt uh, for Stathead. Uh, you always are going to try to, in some cases, especially when you're looking at like per games or percentages or something, you're going to want to make the games something because like yeah. a lot of times you'll get a result and it's like this one dude who played one game <laughs> played right. four minutes and he yeah. is his percentage is 99 percent. You're like, whoa, right. hold on. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to you need to refine some of that stuff. So, yeah, games 100 or 200, I think, is a very, very smart way to go about this. Yeah. So there are 14 players who are over 16 percent in assist percentage uh, of centers. And, and again, this is one of those where it's only counting the games where they played centers. So if they played power forward, it's not counting those games. So it's like Tim Duncan is ninth on this list at 16.7. But this is only the games that he played center, not the games he played power forward. Pau Gasol's in this list. Al Horford's on this list. They're all very similar percentage of uh, 16.6 to 16.8. So. Not really a surprise who's number one, Nikola Jokic. Um, what might be a surprise is his assist percentage is 33.9 and number two, Alvin Adams, 21.4. So that's a 12.5 per- percentage points difference between the two. And that is the same difference as between Alvin Adams at 21.4 and number 99, who was Bill Lambeer. Wow. So, yeah. So, yes. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, yeah, he, he's totally changed the game. We talked about it a little bit on our episode right. about Bill Russell with uh, Dr. Curtis Harris about how Bill Russell's passing, like, you know, they're, you know, nowadays it won't look that interesting, but because of Nicole Yoke, because it's like this guy has totally changed the game. He's just blown up this stat. He, he for, for, Probably for the rest. I mean, unless there's now other, there's probably will be clones coming up in the next generation of like, you know, big men who pass like this, but we're seeing rarefied air. We're seeing like a, a, a guy that's just in a different level in terms of how he can pass the skills to pass, uh, the willingness to pass the eye, the, this is everything. It, it's, it's pretty remarkable. And yeah, that, that number I think sets it right there. There have been other big men who passed, but he is as good as all of them. <laughs> Almost, you know, from like you said, number two to number 99, that's the difference in percentage between him and, uh, and number two, Alvin Adams is just just wild, right? And I'll I'll go ahead and list the guys here because they're, they're mostly more recent guys. Um, you know, Jokic number one, Alvin Adams number two, Tom Borwinkle of the seventies uh, Bulls, yeah, nineteen uh, forty, yeah. You you love Tom Borwinkle? I love Tom Borwinkle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. something I'm I'm usually described as a man who loves Tom Borwinkle. Yes, a- absolutely. So yeah, great passer for the seventies Bulls. Uh, Joel Embiid, Demarcus Cousins, Marcus Saul, Bill Walton. Uh, Pau Gasol, Tim Duncan, Al Horford, Joachim Noah, Brad Miller, Vlade Divac, and Mason Plumlee. So, so mostly guys who played in the last 15 years, obviously a, a handful of exceptions. So obviously um, higher. I'm, I'm sure the era in which um, Jokic and the more modern guys play uh, helps a little bit in terms of pace and space and you know being able to pass for a lot of threes and, and all that. I'm sure that helps them, although obviously Jokic is on another level no matter when he um, would play. So um, 
the doing the same search, but including power forwards and centers. I just, I just thought this was interesting for reference. So um, Jokic is uh, second on this list. Uh, LeBron James, number one, 36.3. So this is only for the 291 games in which he has been listed as either power forward or center. Usually mm-hmm. he's been listed as a, as a small forward in his career. So uh, probably higher if you had the full career. But um, yeah, but, uh, you know, Jokic is uh, number two. Um, Giannis is is three with 29.3%. Draymond Green is fourth. Larry Bird is fifth. But there's a, a big distance between Larry Bird and LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James, 36.3. Again, Larry Bird, 22. So a 14 percentage point difference between Larry Bird and um, LeBron James. Now, okay, assist percentage is one metric that ha- you know has some – issues with it. I mean, it's not going to tell you everything you need to tell about how good a guy is at passing. There's other things that go on with that, obviously, but that's a, a surprisingly huge difference uh, between there and even Jokic, you know, being 11 points, 12 points ahead of um, Bird is is pretty amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And and like, you know, what's, what's funny is one of the guys on the list, uh, Chris Weber, who's number nine at, at 20.2, is a guy that I remember watching as a kid and it being like, look at how awesome Chris Weber right. is at passing. Right. Like, yeah. And it was. He was great. Like He'd get in that yeah. little elbow and you know, guys would drive. And, and Vladi Ivai, too, who, who doesn't even appear on this list, uh, right. was a guy that you know made those Kings teams hum. It was like these two big sure. men that could pass. And it was wild. Yeah. And guys would cut. And you know, you got Mike Bibby cutting to the lane and you know Chris Weber throwing a behind-the-back pass to him or whatever. And I was like, whoa, this is as good as it's ever going to be. Uh, and yeah, he's just been blown away. Just absolutely blown away by uh, uh, the current crop of guys uh, uh, particularly Jokic, and, and like you said, LeBron now uh, in his last half of his career, you know, kind of becoming more of a power forward, a little bit more of a big man. But um, yeah, and well, uh, I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously, incredible passer. But uh, yeah, just at at, at that level, uh, yeah, just at a different level, obviously for others. And yeah, the other guys in this list, uh, you know, Blake Griffin's number six, Tony Kukoc after him, Alvin Adams, we already mentioned before, Chris Weber at nine, Kevin Garnett at ten, Boris Diaw. We always go like to get a Boris Diaw reference. Yeah, uh, yeah, those yeah, are yeah. the guys. Uh, uh, you know, those are the 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 bigs you know power forward centers um above uh 20 percent so so that was an interesting search there yeah and and also yeah if you uh want to do it looking at this the same search for centers but uh sorting by uh descending assists per 75 uh, position so this obviously takes into this helps guys who don't play as heavy in minutes but if you're you know looking at it from raw numbers so um, Jokic is number one at 7.6 per uh, assists per 75 possessions, which is you know, roughly possessions that you're going to play if you're going to play, if you're going to be a starter and, and play the full game. Uh, top, Borwinkle second at 6.2. So he was a relatively low minutes uh, per player, per low minutes per game player in his career. But um, this strongly here, Alvin Adams is uh, third. Sam Lacey, another guy um, strong here. Bam. Out of bio, uh, 4.2. Again, uh, only about half of what uh, Jokic did. And he's tied with Bill Walton, but obviously uh, a strong passer as well. So um, and most of the same guys who were on the other lists are on here, but a few who weren't. Uh, Mel Counts um, played for the uh, the Lakers and a few other teams in his career. Rich Kelly, um, Wes Unseld, of course, you know, one of the great passers of his uh of his era, uh, Oliver Miller. Interesting. Yeah. The big O I was, I was surprised to see yeah. the real big O there. Yeah. That, that, right. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, and if you if you want to look at total assists for, um, guys who played center, uh, in their uh, career for 200 games, uh, yeah. Number one is, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with 5,660. Uh, Will Chamberlain is next. Uh, Bill Russell after him. Wes Unseld. 
Um, Sam Lacey Jokic is number eight with 3,281. Uh, definitely has a chance. He probably only played really the first half of his career. Definitely has a chance to be number one in terms of centers all time in uh, total assists. But if you want to look and see where he would actually land among the all-time assist leaders, what do you think about that, Rich? Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be tough. So for him right now, uh, as you said, he's got three thousand two hundred eighty-one in five hundred and twenty-seven games, which is very very good. Everybody else in that top uh, list that you mentioned, there, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, obviously he's got over five thousand. He also had fifteen hundred, you know, four thousand five hundred sixty games. Uh, Jokic barely, you know, not even close to half uh, of that. Uh, just yet. So like you said, he's only still in the first half of his career and he's already eighth all time among centers. As far as among all times, though, uh, it definitely seems like a guy who can get to 8000 career assists. That seems pretty doable. That would put him at 13th. Uh, on the uh, current list of, of, of assist totals. I think it's a 7,000. He'll be in the top 20. Uh, he's currently 193rd, but um, what I think is interesting is looking at the last few years of, I mean, the last four years, he's had 500 plus and the last two years, you know, in, in, in 2021, he had 599 assists. So, Almost 600, uh, and then last year he had uh, a meager 584. You know, really didn't yeah. uh, didn't seem to pass the ball enough there. Right, Jokic, right. Uh, yeah, come, come on. on, give the ball to uh, you know, inserts the terrible like the oh, the Nuggets. Right. Unfortunately, with Dalton right. Murray and Michael Porter got real tired there for a while. Yeah. It was just right. like yeah. you know some real uh, like oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So Aaron Gordon, yeah, exactly. Right. Well, well, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I, I always yeah. forget. I always forget he's on that team. I watch the Nuggets and yeah. I'm like oh, yeah, Aaron Gordon. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. He's still hanging around. That's cool. Um, anyway, uh, so he can fault up the list pretty quickly if he just keeps doing what he's doing, which I imagine barring you know injury or like the Nuggets being like hey. Jokic, stop yeah. passing. You know, stop passing so much. <laughs> like here's here's our new plan. You're not gonna pass yeah. anymore. You know, whatever right. yeah. what made you and us so good, we're not gonna do that anymore. We want to get rid of that uh, as quick as possible. So I'd imagine they're gonna continue on that path. So uh, let's assume that he has four more years of 500 plus assists. That's very conservative. That he has four more years of seasons similar to what he had over the last four years. That right. puts him 62nd, just above Norm Van Leer. So he's gonna vault up that list. Almost no matter what. I think it's pretty safe to assume that that's probably going to happen in his career. Now, if he has six more 500-plus assisted seasons, that gets him up to 34th all-time, just behind Jerry West uh, and just ahead of Scottie Pippen. So I think it's pretty doable that he can definitely, definitely, definitely get to that 8,000, like you said, uh, put him 13th on the current list. I mean, all it's really going to take is him to be you know, 550 assists per year conservatively. If he does that over the next five to six to seven years or whatever, that's getting him pretty close to that. Uh, yeah. To get into that upper, upper, upper echelon, though, is going to be very tough. To get to 10,000 assists, he needs about 13 more seasons of 500-plus assists. That, that's pro. That's, that's going to be tough. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be hard. And it's just obviously yeah. when he comes in the league, people don't really know what he is, and he's just kind of a traditional big man. And, uh, yeah, it's going to, you know, could he possibly have 13 more years of this? Maybe. I I certainly wouldn't bet on that, but it's going to be a tough ad because he's competing with guys who, from the minute they joined the NBA, it was like like John Stockton. From the minute he joined the NBA, you knew what John Stockton was going to be, and he was exactly right. what he was from, from day one. And then he played, almost, you know, what, 20, almost 20 years or whatever. So it's like, right, right. yeah, you know, that that's going to be tough for anybody to kind of match that. So he'll be interesting to see. I think he's going to vault up that list. I think he is going to probably make it at least in the top 20. I don't know if he's going to make it in the top 10. Uh, but he's, I don't think, ever going to compete for the all-time, all-time list. But that's fine. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. very tough for anybody to really compete. Right. There. I mean, yeah, there's seven guys who have more than 10,000 assists in their career. LeBron James at seventh with 10,045. So, yeah. Well, like, uh, and even like LeBron and Chris Paul, and we've talked about, we've done episodes about this, about like, you know, all-time right. records that can get broken. 
Chris yeah. Paul is great as Chris Paul is. We're watching one of the greatest point guards of all time. He's not going right. to beat John Stockton's assist record. No, I mean, he's almost 11,000. <laughs> right, Stockton he's just has, not going to have to. Yeah, has more than 15,000, almost 16,000. So yeah. That's not, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, that's going to be hard to touch. I, that, that might be one of those almost untouchable records. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. And like yeah. LeBron, too. Again, we're watching one of the great passers of all time. Right. I mean, no, we're close. No, we're, no, we're close. Yeah. So it's, it's it's far more likely, in, in fact, I'm, you know, that LeBron is going to break the uh, points, uh, you know, overall points record. Yeah. Yes, and break yes. the overall assist record, which is it, it, at the beginning of his year was kind of hard to fathom that he would do it, be threatening either one. But yeah, uh, absolutely. So that's that's a, a funny thing, you know. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, let's get to the final one here shooting guards right. who don't shoot. So for this, yeah. we did combined seasons, NBA and uh, ABA in the regular season. Guys who played shooting guard uh, went to the advanced stats and did required games over 200 again to get that. And then field goal attempts per 75 possessions. And our winner. Andre Roberson. Yes. Andre, Andre Roberson. Yeah. Wow. We, we, yeah. yeah. Like a, a name that now feels like it's in the past, even though when we started this show, he was definitely a contemporary player. Uh, right. I think we started the year that he started. So, yeah, we're all yeah. old. We're very, very old we here. We are very old. Yes. Yeah. Now he seems like a, a, a player of a past era. Andre right. Roberson, of course, from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, I'll get a little bit more into him in a minute. Uh, real quick, I just want to mention some of the other names on this list. So he is at 6.2 uh, field goal attempts per 75 possessions. Uh, Andre Roberson, which is again playing 19.6 minutes per game, is is pretty low for a shooting guard. Uh, there's some other guys that are pretty low. T.R. Dunn, we'll talk a little bit about T.R. Dunn here in a little bit. He is at yeah. 6.5 uh, field goals per 75 possessions. John Wetzel, Mike Barr, Matt Gokas, Michael Curry, Tabo Cephalosha, Shane Battier. Uh, number nine is Tony Snell. Number ten is Adrian Griffin. Eleven Trenton Hassel. Twelve Tom Garrick. 13, Dean, Mem- or Dean Memminger, uh, number 14, Quentin Ross, and number 15, I uh, think he's yeah, still conservative. I don't know if he's still going to have a job yeah. next year, but Josh Okoge. So Josh Okoge from the uh, Timberwolves and a few other teams as well for uh, on that list. But let's talk about Roberson. Um, he a uh, very interesting NBA career. Uh, he was not a prolific scorer in college. He did average 10 a game uh, his final two years in Colorado, uh, as well as two years of straight uh, of double digit rebounds as well for the uh, the Colorado Buffalo. So uh, good for Andre Roberson there. So he's drafted yeah. in the late first round by Minnesota, later traded with Malcolm Lee to the Warriors for cash in the second round pick. Uh, the Warriors and then turn him around and trade him to OKC for Archie Goodwin. So now I know why he played so well in those Golden State Warriors seasons. He was like, I'm pissed off that you traded me. Yeah, Archie Goodwin. <laughs> right. that I'm better yeah. than Archie Goodwin. I am going to lock you down, Clay Thompson. Yeah, yeah, and and of the uh, conference finals. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. except yeah, one game, eh, not so much. He did an (laughs) okay job. The one game, eh. (laughs) not great, not great. But uh, hey, you know what? Everyone's due for a for a a lucky game every so often, Clay Thompson. But uh, (laughs) yeah, right. Uh, Jay Robertson, mostly a bench player his first year in OKC, took on a bigger role, uh, started, you know, starting games in, in 2015. I started 65 of 67 games, averaging only three field goals per game, which is pretty wild when you're a big time starter. By 2017, though, he's starting all 79 games he played, averaging 30.1 minutes per game, but shooting only 5.9 field goals per 
per game. That's just per game. You, of course, did the number of uh, per 75 possessions at the beginning. We talked right. about that, 6.2. Right. Uh, this, he's playing a full game almost, and he's still only shooting, you know, 5.9 uh, times per game. So we'll get to that. Uh, here in a bit because his line is pretty fascinating and it is going to relate to that number two guy uh, that we talked about. But uh, as far as other guys on this list, uh, it might be hard to believe Magic Johnson is listed in the top 100 years, tied for 94th, uh, 271 games between 1980 and 1983 where he is listed as a shooting guard. Yes, he officially at that point uh, shared point guard duties with Norm Nixon and did play uh, some shooting guard as well at that time. So it just seems hard to believe, unfathomable, that Magic Johnson would ever be considered uh, a shooting guard, but he does appear on this list here. Uh, and I guess he would, I mean, I don't know if I would be super surprised that he would make a list of, of guards who don't shoot, uh, but he shot. I mean, he obviously scored a bunch, but not necessarily like a prolific scorer uh, for, for such a, a big-time superstar. But uh, right. let's get to Roberson and Terry Dunn, because then that, that year that I talked about with Roberson really got me thinking that. 2017 got me thinking, okay, so he started... 79 games, he averaged 30 minutes per game, 30.1 minutes per game, and shot only 5.9 field goals per game. So, okay, let, let me let me put that into stat head there. Right. Guys who start over 70 games, average over 30 minutes per game, and shoot less than six times per game. How many times has that been done by a shooting guard? Once. One time. One time. And it's not Andre Roberson. What? No. Excuse right. me? No, because he was a small forward that year. He was not right. a shooting guard that year. So uh, pretty interesting that he comes up there. So they're the lone guard in NBA and ABA history to start over 70 games, average more than 30 minutes per game, and shoot less than six times per game is T.R. Dunn for the 1984 Denver Nuggets. He shot only yeah. 4.6 field goals <laughs> per right. game. But when you're on a team with Kiki Vandeweghe, Alex English, and Dan Issel, there's not a whole lot of shots to go around. There's no. only one ball, no. and those guys are shooting it most of the time. Yeah. So, uh, And this, of course, is the Doug Moe Denver Nuggets. Lead the league in scoring. Also lead the league in giving up points, which <laughs> leads to them being only 38-44. and 44. Uh, That year, they are second in uh, offensive rating, you know, points per 100 possessions at 111.3. And they are 22nd out of 23 teams in defensive rating at 112.3 uh, points per possessions. And as you can kind of do the math, wait a minute, 112.3 is more than 111.3. That's correct, and that's why they were 38 and 44. So, yeah, TR done. TR done. Yeah, great defensive player, though. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, yeah. that's pretty much when we look at this list of guys, at least like conservative guys that, that people listen to this have probably all watched play. Andre Roberson, if you watched him play, you knew exactly what it was. They, they had Russell Westbrook. They had Kevin Durant. They did not need Andre Roberson to shoot. And he right. didn't. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. He got the ball and would say, yep, nope, I don't want the ball. Nope. You take the nope. ball. So. I, will, I will pass it to you. Yep. Yeah. He would, right. you know, he'd dunk a few times here and there. Sure. He'd yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. throw it yeah. out some alley oops. But yeah, he's not taking any shots. TR Dunn, same deal. He TR Dunn pretty much never got. I mean, the ball wasn't getting yeah. to him very often either. So <laughs> no. it wasn't like yeah. TR Dunn had a shot attempt and was like, no, I'm going to pass it up. No. Like yeah. Kiki was like, putting that ball up and TR was yeah. just like, all right. Try to play defense because if, yeah. if I'm not here, well, we're going to have yeah. 150 points not per much, game. So. Not much <laughs> happening. Yeah. Right. Not, not much, not much production behind me. Got to stop my guy or else no one else is going to stop. Yeah. Me. Yeah. So, Which I always love yeah. that, like the defensive stalwart for a team that just sucks at defense. That's TR Dunn, <laughs> right. man. I love it. It's yeah. just like, yeah. You know, it's great. Time. Like he had yeah. to go to the the game every, like he had to suit yeah. up every game knowing the rest of his teammates didn't give a <laughs> shit about defense. His coach didn't give a shit about defense, but they wanted him to give a shit about defense, which is tough. Yeah. That's a tough, yeah. tough That's run for him. Yeah. Yeah. And then, it's 
a little easier if you're a big man, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other guys, um, like Michael Curry, again, kind of a role man, great defensive player. Tabo Cephalosha, sure. very much the same. I was kind of surprised Shane Battier, but obviously we're talking about shooting guards here. I would say right. the years when he started to kind of come into his own, uh, especially those later Houston years, he was more of a kind of small forward type. So I wonder if that would sure. uh, um, create yeah, out a little only, bit more. Only 207 games out of his career from 05 to 2010. So, yeah, um, he had a more I think he had a higher offensive role a bit with the Grizzlies. And then, you know, later we had some. other. Right, right. Stuff. So if you're wondering, like, wait a minute, he shot yeah. a little bit more than I remember. Yeah, this, this yeah, as a shooting guard, he didn't necessarily. And, do it as much, and you know, he's playing with McGrady most of the time. And yeah, we, who are taking most of the shots. <laughs> yeah, similar to the uh, so, TR Dunn. <laughs> and our test. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. yeah good on him there. So but uh, yeah, some right. of those other guys just kind of defensive dudes. So Andre Roberson and TR Dunn shooting guards who do not shoot. So there you go. All right. All right. Well, this this was a lot of fun, Rich. I uh, enjoyed uh, taking a look at a little bit on unusual NBA skills. We'll have to see if, uh, d- depending on the reception we get for this one, maybe this will be a, a one we bring back and uh, and get a few more um, here. But I uh, want to say thanks. suggest oddities. Yeah, suggest oddities. Yeah, to us. Hey, absolutely. look up. This guy yeah. who does this, or you know, guys who do we this, would, that's great too. We would love, yeah, we would we would definitely be uh into that. And yeah, if listeners want to share their own with us as well, you know, we're uh on Twitter um at over and back uh NBA if you wanna wanna share what you have with us. Uh and yeah, thanks again to stathead.com for sponsoring this week's show, giving us the tools to take our research to the next level. Remember, exclusive promo code back to get twenty dollars off an annual uh, subscription to any of stathead.com's products. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. You can find us, as we mentioned already, on Twitter and Facebook at Over and Back NBA. Uh, listen to us wherever podcasts are played. Go ahead and subscribe. And if you like what we're doing, please give us a rating and review. Really appreciate it. It makes us feel good and it helps other listeners um, find the show as well. So thanks again for listening. We'll be back again soon. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.